Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Trips for Kids Pedal Pod. This is a bi-weekly podcast that will be published every other Tuesday. We hope that you enjoy the episode. Without further ado, let's get right into it. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of the Trips for Kids Pedal Pod. Joining me today is Sue George, Vice President of Bike Flights. How are you doing today, Sue? I'm great, Mark. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Of course. Thank you for joining us. Um, so to get started, would you mind sharing with our listeners some information about Bike Flight and how the company got started? Sure. I'd be happy to fill you in on that. Um, Bikeflights.com is a bicycle shipping service for cyclists. Uh, we got our start back in 2009. And since then, we've served more than 800,000 cyclists of all different types, shipping all different kinds of bicycles. And um, we got our start because our founder, um, William Alcorn, he loved to ride bikes and race bikes and he traveled a lot. And he also had a background in the travel industry and in software and um, was one of many of us who have experienced firsthand how challenging it could be to try to fly somewhere and take your bike with you and take it through airports. And, you know, he figured out there had to be a better way to do so. Um, And that led to a bike shipping company. Um, which lets you go to the airport and easily travel through it without taking your bike with you because you can use bikeflights.com to ship your bike door to door from your house to directly where you're going. Um, And then, you know, kind of over time, you know, we started out shipping bikes for people traveling, but now we ship bikes for all different cyclists. We also serve bike shops, um, cycling industry companies like frame builders, carbon repair companies, suspension tuning businesses, etc. Um, and, you know, we also help people ship their bikes if they just sold them online and need to get them to a new owner. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and would you mind actually telling us how you, uh, how you got your start at bike flights and um, how you became a part of the team? Sure. Um, well, our founder, Bill, that I mentioned just a bit ago, um, we both at, at one point in our life went to Penn State University oh. in State College, Pennsylvania. And we didn't really know each other very well at the time, but I'm sure you know firsthand the cycling world is pretty small. Um, so we sort of knew each other. Um, and then many, many years later, uh, our paths crossed again. I, I actually used to be in the editorial world. I was previously a uh, global mountain bike editor at Cycling News. Um, And after that, I ended up going into more marketing and PR for a variety of different companies. And one of those companies happened to be Bike Flights. And our relationship just kind of grew and grew over time. And um, now today, I'm wearing a lot more different hats with Bike Flights and, and doing a lot more different things than just communications and PR. Right, right. And I, and I wanted to say what you guys are doing is is an absolute godsend, just a blessing because I, I know firsthand, especially it's like you're going somewhere and all you, you're looking, you want to look up bike trails. You want to look up where you could take your bike, but you know, in the back of your mind, like, I, I can't, I can't, but you know, bike flights definitely makes that simpler. Yeah. Well, it's nice when you travel, you know, you really, um, it's, it's so nice, especially when you're mountain biking to be on your own bike. There's nothing more comfortable than your own bike that's set up exactly the way you'd like to have it set up and your suspension di- is dialed in exactly the way you like to have it dialed in. So we like to enable people to be able to do that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So um, how did you become involved with uh, Trips for Kids? That's a great question. Um, we have always looked at ways to give back to the cycling community from the time that bike flights had started. And um, 
it's always been important to us to get more people on bikes, including kids. Um, and when, when you, when you get people into it, you know, they might be getting into it to commute. They might be getting into it just to have a good time. They might be getting into it to be healthier. It doesn't even matter the why we just have recognized from our own experience, what a difference it's made in our lives to, to be cyclists, to be bike riders. Um, so in 2016, we started a program called Buck Up for Bikes, and our, our very first initial organizations were uh, NICA um, for high school mountain biking, and then also um, the Amy D Foundation. And over time, we started to grow the program. Of course, there's been some changes, um, but in the process of doing that, uh, we heard about trips for kids. We loved what you guys were doing and how you were making riding a bike so much more accessible and so much more possible to more people. We love that it was all over the country, um, you know, and, and just giving opportunities, especially to some kids that might not otherwise have that opportunity. Cycling can be a little bit of an intimidating sport to get into, you know, with the equipment and with knowledge and the skills sort of come up the learning curve with it. So um, we were stoked once we heard about trips for kids and we were able to involve you guys in our Buck Up for Bikes program. And um, the relationship has only grown ever since then. Perfect. Perfect. And actually, it's perfect that you uh, mentioned the Buck Up for Bikes program. I was going to ask you, how did you or do you mind explaining the Buck Up for Bikes program for those that may not know and how it works? Sure. So whenever you book a shipment on bike flights, no matter what your purpose or where you're shipping to or from or whether you're shipping one way or round trip or multi-city, you'll get the option when you're checking out during the booking process, you'll be prompted as to whether or not you'd like to make a contribution to our Buck Up for Bikes program. And you can contribute anywhere from one to $4. And that reflects the fact that we have four current organizations in our Buck Up for Bikes program. And all you do is select the amount. It's automatically added to your order. Um, one of the cool things about the program is 100% of, of any money that you donate to the program goes completely to our four beneficiary organizations. Plus, we also add some of our own contributions on top of that. And um, we at Bike Flights cover all the costs of marketing the program and running it and processing credit cards and et cetera. So, you know, you know that when you do make a donation that all of it is going to help get more people on bikes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, actually a little more of a personal question. So I heard that you authored your own cycling guidebook. Uh, do you mind sharing with us just how that came to be, how that came to? Yeah, uh, that, was, that was a pretty long time ago now. It's hard to believe how much time has passed, but the rumors are in fact true. And uh, back in the early 2000s, I was living in the Charlottesville, Virginia area and the University of Virginia Press reached out to me to ask if I would like to write a cycling guidebook. And I'd always been an avid rider, both road and mountain bike, and spent lots of time on roads and trails and had already for several years by that point in that area and was doing quite a bit of freelance writing as well for many different publications. So that project appealed to me. I thought it would be fun to do that and a great way to kind of share some of the knowledge I had of, of the, the vast network of roads that we had in that region with other folks um, so put it together and it included a, a whole bunch of road rides, um, mostly at the beginner and intermediate level in a five or six county area around there on either side of the Blue Ridge Mountains, which is just a really gorgeous place to ride your bike. Um, and it's, it's kind of funny if, if it were today, I don't think that project would have happened because now we can go 
onto, you know, Strava or Ride with GPS or other software platforms and instantaneously get ride and route data. But when the book was published back in 2006, um, that really wasn't available. Nothing was super digital yet at that point in terms of those kinds of resources. So it um, still made sense at the time to, to put that together. And it was a good excuse to ride my bike and a little bit more and put some cool routes together for people. That sounds like so much fun, honestly. Uh, it's almost like you're kind of like the bike cartographer, huh? <laughs> In a way, yes. Um, so actually, I'd like to know what kind of trails are your favorite versus road or, you know, any anything. anything. What is your favorite type of trail to ride? Ooh, so now I live in Harrisonburg, Virginia, and we're very fortunate to be near the George Washington National Forest, um, which you may or may not have heard of, but it's a million plus acres of national forest with lots of trails all over it. Um, and it's it's somewhat famous for being on the technical side and, and I very much enjoy riding technical trails. Um, I don't mind climbing and we have lots of that in this area. We have lots of fun descents and um, love getting out there and you know just being in the woods, all different of the four seasons. There's, it's got something different to offer, different beauty. and. Um, just getting out in the woods and, and riding, riding the trails all throughout the forest and um, also still love to ride my road bike. So really, you know, it doesn't matter if it's paved or gravel. We've been riding both surfaces for, for a long time and um, really any opportunity to get outside and enjoy nature and take it in, whether it's from a quiet backcountry road here in the Shenandoah Valley or, or the nearby trails in the mountains, um, it's, it's a great experience. Mm-hmm. Going back to bike flights, I mm-hmm. uh, wanted to ask you, so I heard you recently shared a blog post about our Trips for Kids chapter in Charlotte, North Carolina, operating a modified earn a bike program by bringing it outside, which is really awesome, by the way, if you guys, the, of you to showcase. Um, so why does Bike Flights do that for the organizations you partner with? Well, we realize that nonprofits, especially Trips for Kids and, and other similar organizations and all of your chapter organizations, you guys are doing a lot of amazing work. Um, we love what you guys do. And we also know that as a nonprofit, that often means limited means to communication, uh, maybe even limited access and time to do that. Um, we've shipped, like I mentioned earlier, more than 800,000 bikes over the nine years we've been around, which means we have connections with a lot of people, most of whom are cyclists or tied to the cycling industry. And, um, you know, we like to use that channel you know, our audience to spread the word about good things that are happening in the world and, and how people can support that. And that was a great story. I feel like that we could push out um, to, to folks. And, and I think especially in this time of the pandemic and everything else that's going on, you know, we're constantly, we get a lot of negative news headlines or worrisome news and headlines out there. Um, it's really awesome to hear a positive story that is in the midst of everything else going on like the one that was with regard to the trip for kids chapter in Charlotte and the earn a bike program. And I love that you guys were coming up with a way to still empower kids to learn how to ride and earn bikes and get that freedom that comes with riding a bicycle, even in the midst of a pandemic, like you're very creative and, and, and how you undertook that to still do it in a safe way. And I think that's a great story and we're honored to be able to share it. Thank you very much. We really appreciate that from the bottom of our hearts. You know, it, it means a lot. And it's, I have to say that earn a bike program, when I came on board with Trips for Kids, I was told about it. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. So for mm-hmm. me personally, 
it's definitely my favorite. And, uh, you know, just talking about adaptability in during this pandemic and, you know, it's, it's just so important. Um, and also you mentioned how in these times we are getting a lot of worrisome headlines, a lot of worrisome stories. So I wholeheartedly agree. It is very important, you know, to have those positive headlines. So Mm -hmm. um, on the topic of adaptability and uh, adaptation um, through this pandemic, how would you say that bike flights has kind of worked through some things, tweaked a little bit of things here and there um, in the middle of this pandemic? There's definitely been a lot of tweaking that we've done. um, And that's being a really small company, we, we tend to do that a lot anyways. The pandemic has certainly pushed us to do so in more and different new ways. Um, obviously, a portion of our, our bike shipping is travel-related, and you can imagine back when we were first all told to stay home and shelter in place and not go anywhere, that meant a lot of canceled travel for a lot of different people. People were not getting on airplanes and flying to places with their bikes, um, so they didn't need, need to ship their bike to where they were going. Um, So we saw drops in those kinds of shipments. Um, It is interesting to see that that some of that is already coming back. Um, Certainly we're not at the levels of travel we saw pre-pandemic, but um, it is starting to grow again. Um, Fortunately, we serve more than only individuals who are traveling. Um, We do serve individuals who sell bikes and other bike related gear online, for example. So while people were staying home, they were cleaning out their garages and cleaning out their basements, selling a lot of stuff online, making some space. Um, We are a service that can help people get that to whomever they sold it to. So we did a lot of that. Uh, We also have an established relationship with a lot of different bike shops all around the country. And you've probably been hearing a little bit about the bike boom that has been happening quite a lot this summer in most parts of the country. And And so we've been able to help those shops, you know, reach their customers, whether they're immediately local to them or they're remote and they're doing e-commerce type shipments. Um, And then, you know, we, we still continue to help the cycling service industry in in a lot of ways. Like I mentioned previously, you know, if someone needs to get their suspension, their shock tuned, for example, they might ship it back, get it tuned, get it cleaned, get it serviced. Um, If you have a carbon bike and you've, um, accidentally damaged the carbon, cracked it, got a hole in it, whatever. Uh, you might still need to ship your bike off to a carbon repair facility, for example, to get it repaired and then ship it back to you. So we, we also work quite a lot on the business side. And um, when travel shipments fell, we, we certainly put a little bit more effort into nurturing those business relationships and growing some of the, the programs that we have that serve that that portion of our customer base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was funny because I was just about to ask you, you know, I know that um, buying and reselling of bikes right now is just so big. So many more people are on bikes. Just mm-hmm. yesterday I was driving around and the weather was nice. You know, it's, it's been real hot here in LA, but uh, it's just tons of people, you know, even personally for me, there's uh, where I live, there's little pathways you can go on to mm-hmm. ride your bikes and it's just so much more crowded. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I was definitely, I was definitely about to ask. So you guys definitely saw like an uh, increase in people that were using your service to ship their bikes when they were selling them? Sure, sure. And another thing that people were doing, you know, if you had an extra bike 
or maybe you had an extra trainer. Um, you know, even if you weren't selling it, a lot of times you might've had a family member who doesn't have a bike or didn't have a trainer and yet they were told to stay home and shelter in place. So many folks use our service to kind of redistribute their gear. Like, you know, if you had a family member living across the country and you wanted them to be able to get out and ride, especially in a time when, you know, a lot of other activities are restricted or even in some cases still prohibited. Um, mm -hmm. Getting on a bike is a great way to get outside safely and still be healthy and, you know, take care of yourself during a, a stressful kind of a time. Right, right. Um, so to wrap things up, I wanted to ask you, uh, do you and Bike Flights have any new initiatives, any new projects that are coming around right now that you guys have been working on? Um, we've been working on a lot of projects, uh, many of which have already recently gotten released. I know we, we recently released the ability for our customers to download labels for thermal printing, um, which mm -hmm. is maybe not the most common thing an individual does, but a lot of our business customers are, would prefer to use those types of labels. So we've, we've enabled those, for example. Um, we've been working on some fun video projects, some of which have been already released, and you can check them out on our YouTube channel. Um, others are still to come, so stay tuned. And then we've been putting uh, quite a bit of work into a new bike shipping box set where we've got in progress and will be officially launching soon. So um, we're, we're super stoked about that. And, uh, it's, it's fun being a, like I said, a small company where we've always got a, a cool new project underway that, that we can't wait to talk about. Yeah. That sounds so exciting. Actually, do you mind real quick, uh, sharing with us anything you can about this new box that you guys are using to ship? Sure. Um, I can tell you a little bit about it. I can't spill all the beans, got to say something to talk about, but I can tell you that it's a, it's a super sturdy box that's passed some pretty rigorous testing. It is, mm -hmm. you know, a recyclable kind of a cardboard box. So we try to design our products and services to be friendly toward the environment. Um, and this adheres to that. It's also intended to be a multi-use kind of a box. So you'll be able to use it multiple times. And I think Maybe one of the most exciting things is the way that we've designed it. Um, we've tried to do it in such a way that it's, it's quite easy to pack. I don't know if you've ever packed a bike and especially if you've packed it in certain kinds of boxes, it can be a, a challenge to fit it in there just right. Um, we've tried to create this new design that would require minimal disassembly um, yet would still provide a very protective approach to shipping your bike. Right, right. Yeah, no, it is. It is definitely, uh, it's definitely a very hard thing just to try and do on your own when you don't really know. So it's, it's an amazing thing to have bike flights here to help you out. Um, but yeah, so thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure and an honor to be here. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode with my guests. If you want more information about trips for kids or would like to follow their social media, you can go to trips for kids national on Instagram. That is trips F-O-R Kids National on Instagram. You can also find them on Facebook and Twitter at Trips for Kids, which is also Trips F-O-R Kids. If you want even more information, you can go to their website at tripsforkids.org. See you in the next episode.